0: This is Resist and Renew,
1: a UK-based podcast about social movements,
2: what we're fighting for, why, and how it all happens. The hosts of the show are
1: me, Kat,
2: Uh, me, Sammy, and me, Ali. I'm recording this now, baby. Shit, it's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Toolbox. Uh, So today we are talking about spectrum lines the reason i'm doing the introduction is because spectrum lines i've decided are my favorite facilitation tool um (laughs) what they are is it's a, a tool you use to kind of uh show a spectrum or a continuum of positions on a thing often they're framed around a question um which you can so sometimes it will be like uh often the irl version will be like two ends of a room So it will be go towards this end of the room if you feel this way about something and go to the other way of the room if you feel the opposite way about something. Um, So it could be like how much you agree with a question and then like from not at all to loads that's a classic spectrum line. Um, And online equivalent versions that people do are things for example where they'll like put a little line on like a slide tool that everyone can edit and then everyone like put a dot somewhere on the line things like that. Uh, so that's what it is, um, and very quickly. So, what it's good for generally, it's a it's used as a thing where you can kind of uh, it's used as a tool to highlight um, differences in response to something. That's the very broad answer. Maybe give Ali if you can give a specific example. Yeah. Let's make that concrete.
0: Let's make it concrete. Okay. So sometimes I run workshops on things around sci-fi and like utopia and dystopia and i've used spectrum lines in the beginning of those kind of workshops asking kind of questions like at one end of the room would be i think the world is getting better and at the other end of the room i'd have i think the world is getting worse and people stand on their line in that position and i think it's it's uh yeah i've enjoyed doing these spectrum lines because it draws out like a whole range of opinions and perspectives around the world like how can anyone objectively say which it is like it's too difficult you can always draw examples of things which are good in the world and you can always try, draw draw out examples of bad, things that are bad in the world and i find that optimists and pessimists struggle to talk to each other like they're so wrapped up in their particular world view but like with this spectrum line I've found that it was like a powerful and quite emotional way of getting those people to talk to each other and see like the complexity and the both and in that situation. So it is really shit in some places and certain situations and it is really amazing in certain situations. And often in the same place, it can be both things. And I think that's a cool tool to bring that out and have those conversations and hear each other.
2: Mm. And I think as a facilitator, a reason that they're often very useful as a tool is so you can easily get a read of a room around a specific question. So often when I feel like when I use them, I use them quite near the start of a workshop, especially if it's an open workshop for a group of people I don't know and it wasn't possible to find out information about in advance. Um, so a classic one that um, we'll do uh, in a lot of situations will be like what's your, like how confident you feel around something. Um, so if you're going to be doing a training around I don't know, facilitation. Maybe some people will be bringing a lot of experience around facilitation. Some people won't be bringing much. And it's useful to be able to know that, to be able to know how to pitch the kind of things you're going to talk about in the workshop. That's a classic spectrum line. Uh, But as with all tools, it's not not all gems. So where can it go wrong?
1: So I guess I've seen some uses of spectrum lines that have been really divisive in an accidental way where the framing of the polarity of each end of the spectrum has basically ended up with one side being clearly good and one side being clearly not good. Um, mm. And people form their spectrum line. And then those that end up in the clearly like not good end have a really hard time. Um, and I think that can end up yeah being really divisive um, and sometimes can be quite harmful for the people in the room who might experience a shaming or an outing um, that they weren't necessarily prepared for or willing to share and disclose. But the structure of the spectrum line basically is like you either do this or you have to sit out. Um, mm. And yeah, I've, I've seen that be quite harmful for people sometimes.
0: Mm maybe to give a complex, to give a nuanced position on the example Sammy gave earlier around people's experience i've been in ones where people have asked like what's your experience with this thing and then it you just put yourself on a line and then nothing was really done with it like i felt that was like mm. useless information and it was just like and then inf- yeah it was like either telling people about confidence or experience or just like how they felt about something and then that was it, it was dropped and like I feel like there needs to be follow-up with these things so like if it's a spectrum line of experience then you could like physically fold the line in the middle and have the most confident person talk to the least confident person and see how they could support each other, I think that that is like building on it but if you don't do that it can feel like okay great I feel I'm not that confident now what?
2: Mm, yeah. Or another example of like how you can use that information is, so like you said, there's that example of folding the lines so you can pair people up, maybe if you're doing some kind of listening exercise or some, some kind of practical exercise where you need to make sure at least one person has confidence in what they're doing, for example. Um, or if you're trying to work out, so for example, if you're in the confidence one, um, if you're looking then to try and elicit answers from the group at some point. Uh, then it means you. If the room is a bit quiet, you can be like, "Oh well, like, blah blah blah." You said like you've done things like this before. Like, how, what do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing also that um, I've seen people use spectrum lines for that I've I have done before is using spectrum lines at the start and at the end of something. Um, it, that I I'm I i do not really like it necessarily because it does kind of go into that thing which is like where spectrum lines go wrong is where there's an there is a correct answer. And I feel like people know that the correct answer, if you've just done a (laughs) workshop, is that you're meant to be more confident than you were at the start. (laughs) So like, I'm not, I don't really, I don't really like it. And I've, I've stopped doing it over the years. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's definitely a thing people can do.
0: Do we have any top takeaways around spectrum lines?
2: Uh, Can I share an example of another situation where I think spectrum lines aren't, have or are, they're not necessarily right or wrong. but? It's been a a thing which I know uh, done a lot of direct action trainings in my time and a thing which there's always a lot of conversation around with the group that we'd often do direct action trainings with is around, um, especially if you're working within like the anti-militarist and peace movements, there's a very strong... um,
0: I know where you're going. Yeah, like there's a very
2: strong non-violence tendency. Uh, and some people come at this from like a very strategic nonviolence perspective. Some people come at it from a very like moral nonviolence perspective. Um, and so, uh, you so like have done workshops where there has been a spectrum line about like kind of how you feel about different tactics. Um, and so, there's different versions of that. Some of which may or may not be useful depending on the group. Um, so there could so that there's one version of it which is like how confident would you feel doing this? Or like, how good an idea do you think this is? Which is a slightly different question. Maybe you may feel confident doing it, but you don't think it's a very productive thing to do. Um, or like, how much do you think this, thing's count, this thing counts as violence? The classic example being like property damage, like how much do you feel like this example of property damage counts as violence? Um, can be useful illustrative tools to kind of draw out tension within a group, but it's a, it's a fundamentally polarizing tool. And if your intention is not to polarize the group, then it's probably not a good shout. If your intention is to polarize the group, then it's a great shout. <laughs> so I guess it really, it really depends on your intention, what the group is, what you're trying to get out of it. Uh, but if you're not intending to polarize the group, definitely want to steer away from, because you can create divisions that then will just run through a whole workshop or series of workshops.
0: Or the group's existence. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have any good or bad things to say about Spectrum Lines?
1: I think it can be a really good way of finding allies in the group. Um, mm-hmm. If, especially around experience, like if if I am like not so confident or in the middle, finding someone at my pitch is helpful um, mm-hmm. in terms of like being able to check in. Um, and also similarly, like if, if it is an opinion thing, knowing that I'm probably not the only one um, mm-hmm. is also helpful. Um, and in, in groups where maybe not everybody knows each other very well, um, building that sort of sense of not everybody agrees, but at least a couple of people do, makes it easier to maybe name things.
0: Yeah, nice. Another thing I like about spectrum lines is because there is that bit of like the the only way not to be involved is to tap out completely. You can gently or less gently ask people why they're standing where they are, and if they're the people that haven't been talking. They must have a reason for choosing where they, are, they're where they are and they usually do have some like pretty insightful things to say but might not have felt able to say it if we just had like a sitting in a circle chat about X topic, they might just feel like they're like happy with whatever Anas is saying or like the confident people will take up the space but if you're like, hey you, you're stood kind of near this end of the spectrum, can you tell us a bit of why? And then they often have great things to say.
2: Mm. Uh, I think for me, really the highlight of Spectrum Lines is about, it's about the um, the physicality and the movement and the visual impact of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can ask people how they feel about something, they can give you some words, but you just don't really feel where the group is at in a way that you do, where people position themselves on things. Uh, minor sec- so, Minor point, obviously, that there can therefore be, as there is with everything, but probably concretely with Spectrum Lines, something around like... Um, ability, accessibility and like a requirement to move places mm-hmm. Um so a way of amending spectrum lines I've done before where there have been people who haven't been able to move themselves in the workshop is have some kind of token that represents the person and get them mm-hmm. to direct someone to put it somewhere in the spectrum line so they're still like as part of the group and they're still there and they're still visible and it kind of is like the uh, 90s kids TV show nightmare where you're like walk a little bit forward, oh a little bit to the left and then you're like directing them and then you put them down and that can be quite nice. <laughs>
0: someone want to shift us to top takeaways I tried before and failed
1: so what are the top takeaways about spectrum lines I guess for me one of the things is being really intentional with the way you ask the question and and think about what the unintended consequences of that question might be in terms of how it divides the group and also whether it puts a kind of moral framing of a good bad option um, mm. yeah what else
0: that it can be a really uh, physical and visible way of getting opinions out there and that needs to be like made accessible but also it can be a way of like yeah drawing out a variety of perspectives where otherwise there might have been less visible and less verbal uh, mm. interactions
2: uh, for me I think it's around uh I think what's really valuable about them is a way of drawing out and making visible polarity, which is kind of implied by the other things we're saying. But like, often a group is polarized, but it's just not clear to the group how polarized they are, and so that's the kind of situation where spectrum lines can be a really good on-the-fly, like taking out of your toolbox and applying thing like what like if you're feeling like people are in really different positions, but no one's really acknowledging it. It's a good way of drawing out.
0: On a spectrum line of. Not to five, how much do you like Spectrum Lines?
2: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm through the wall, <coughs> through the non physical wall.
0: Of the, lo- the love end.
2: I'm at the love end of Spectrum Lines. I love a continuum. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening.
0: Be sure to check us out at our website, resistbrenew.com, or on social media. We're on all the usual platforms. To Klaus for letting us use this song Neff for our intro and outro, and see you next time!